Dude, if, if I had to pick, like if somebody told me, hey, you have to pick a playlist from any movie or any game and listen to it for the rest of your life. Damn. I'm it, was, going, it was really that good. I'm going to Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition Remix. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Substance Podcast. I'm your host, Liam. And I'm your other host, Matt. Uh, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than some of the other episodes. Uh, up until now, I feel like we've touched on some like important topics in the car community. This is not important. I mean, it is important because like a lot of us can relate to it, but it's not like serious in any way, shape, or form. This is something that like is going to hopefully inspire some nostalgia in you guys. Um, but today, we're going to talk a little bit about um, games and movies related to cars and i guess how video games and movies have affected like our experience with cars um and i know that probably a lot of you you, guys you made it sound really good when you just said that did i really yeah is that clippable yeah that was yeah nice dude that was good no but um a lot of you guys that are listening probably kind of grew up playing video games and watching movies and that probably helped inspire your taste in cars or even inspire your entire interest in cars um i know that it helped me a little bit um but before we do that a little chit chat what's going on matt well um oh i didn't tell you this so i'll, I'll tell you in front of our audience here you're saving information so, for the podcast well no i mean no Fucking i just forgot to tell you this between getting exclusive Sorry, guys. Um, I won't do that again. Nameless possible employer <laughs> emailed me today yeah. after I called them and emailed the contact in Nameless Employer. Yeah. And they said, I'm so sorry. I haven't been able to call you back. We've been very busy because, mm-hmm. of, an, uh, because of a reason that I totally understand and is valid. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still deliberating. We will let you know our decision at the beginning of next week. Not good enough. And you deserve I'm like, the fucking job. I'm like, bruh. Y'all have like, there has been like, I was about to say four, absolutely not four, but there have been two different times. Delivering, what the, not a fucking grand jury case, like just give you the job. Hey, or don't. Just give me the fucking job. (laughs) Deliberating, well, they all sitting in a fucking boardroom, just like. "Hmm." So, Matt Clavijo. Matthew. How do we feel about him? I mean, they. I feel like they kind of might be, actually. Anyhow, (laughs) um, other than that, I'm just. Just waiting on just, that, basically. Uh, yeah, honestly, yes. A lot of a lot of things in my life would change in a positive way if that were to work out. If it wasn't, well, life goes on. But if Man, it does... I really hope so. I really do. Me too. Because then that would take so much stress off your shoulders. And, dude, we can put so much more effort into like all of the other things. Which, talking of, God, I've yes. got like a ton of exciting things in the works currently um it's the down season for me so like show season is over sales are really slow for me on my site which um i'm supplementing by doing a bunch of freelance work and i've been pretty fortunate to get in with a shop that's relatively local to the chattanooga area um and producing content for them and then that's kind of branching out into a few other connections that i've made through that and thankfully that stuff just helps pay the bills and I can kind of focus on switching some stuff around because for 2022, I'm changing my business model entirely. And so I'm reconfiguring a lot of stuff, Um, but more to come on that soon. Uh, I also 
am potentially getting a shop like very soon, but I don't want to talk about mm-hmm. that too much and blow too much smoke in the air, but I'm really excited about it. And I also have no updates on my car. It's sitting and has had nothing done, but I really hope I can get that back at the start of the year. Cause I missed the fucking thing. Yeah, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty lit. I feel like it's, dude, we see you like driving I in the neighborhood. Literally feel like no matter what I do, it doesn't matter how far ahead I plan for my car to be done before Riverside. A week before Riverside, I'm going to be tired. Oh, yeah. Sands. I guarantee oh, it. Oh, yeah. I no, I'm going to tell you right now. That's, that's, gonna, that's just how this shit works. <sighs> I just would like some time. That to thing enjoy. could literally be squared away and you'll like pop a bead or some shit and every tire Please shop. don't say that. Please <laughs> don't say that. No, I just like, I would love for there to be some time for me to enjoy my car before it like has to be used for business purposes. Like I literally just want to like drive my car and it's been, it's almost been two years since I tore that thing apart. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very sad about it to be honest, but so are you telling me that you've taken three years for this? <laughs> oh my God. That one guy on my Instagram one time, it's like, wow, it took three years. I hope, to get I hope you're point. listening guy. You're a fucking guru. <laughs> I thought you were going to call him a gooch. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking You're no, a I'm gooch, gonna, I, This can be recorded, so I'm going to take it easy on him. But, dude, if you are the one that said that little, the little, it's taken three years for this thing to Liam, you're a fucking dweeb. Yeah, it's taken three years. I'm fucking poor, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, Man, if I remember if- correctly, that was also a classic. And what do you drive? Oh, uh, a Nissan Micra or some fucking, I don't fucking remember. No, it definitely was. wasn't a Micra. A Micra would be cool, actually, but no. Your Micra, English is showing. I know. My car is not done because I am poor, and I think when, you think I should, when my car is finished, do you think I should, like, Yes. Make, <laughs> you're just saying yes to it being finished. Do I you think, it. do you think I should just, like, set it on fire, and I'm like, yes. No. Should I make a video where I dive into how much it actually cost me to build the thing? Because frankly, I wasn't ex- something. In I was me not expecting it to be as, as something much in me says that like that would simultaneously be cool, but also kind of take the magic away for me. Really? Yeah, I'm not really sure why, but like why? Because you think you think putting, people are like well, putting inspired a by the car, amount, and then all of a sudden they're like, nope, don't want to do it. Well, there's that, but then like putting the number out, kind of like quantifies the amount of blood, sweat, and tears that you've put into the car. No, it doesn't, because that's just the number of... That's the money. That doesn't even measure how much frustration well, is. Liam, been. do you, boo-boo. Yeah, what are you, you asking me for? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I may do it just because it's one of those things that, like, I I mean, that ignorant comment in itself where he's like, oh, it's taking three years for this, that literally encompasses people's perspective they're like wow it took you that long it's like when you realize how much this fucking cost bear in mind it's a four thousand dollar car you you, i mean you probably still say it because you're a dick but uh, yeah it's a lot (laughs) well liam if if you're so inclined by all means do thank thank god i own a business and my business owns my car and I can write all of it off on my taxes. Bro, Liam's, otherwise, Liam's I be, boss is such a dunce, bro. He pays dude. for so much of our shenanigans. Oh, I know. I do, well, I do that shit all the time. So we have like a running joke where um, 
whenever I want to justify something stupid <laughs> or like unnecessary, I'm like, oh, hold on, let me let me call my boss really quick. And I just pick up random objects. Yeah, I was going to say, he picks up a fucking banana. I pick up like a, a fucking plant or something and put it to my ear and just start pretending like I'm on the phone with my boss and trying to improve, approve like expenses and stuff. I'm, I'm my boss. <laughs> it's my name on the card. <laughs> but, okay. um, oh, so a uh, little, little tidbit. What? I, uh, I've been wanting a set of chanclas for <laughs> Fuck. like... Honestly, probably months now, and I've just slippers, guys. They're slippers. I don't, I don't know, I don't know why it's taking me so long. But not only am I wearing them literally right now, I am getting a lot of enjoyment and warmth out of them. But I think the thing that I enjoy the most is listening to <laughs> Liam say "chunkla," chunklas, fucking chunklas, bro. <laughs> I walked down the stairs, and he had heard me say that word, and he's like. Nice chunklas, bro. I'm like, did you just say chunklas? He's like, yeah, nice chunklas. For anybody that's uncultured, which is probably most of you guys, me included, chunklas are apparently slippers. Chunklas. They're slippers. Chunklas. You put them on your feet. They keep your feet warm inside well, of the house. They are slippers. You, any, slip, you slip them on, don't you? Anybody that You is, don't chunkla those on, do you? Huh? You slip them on, right? Yeah. Okay. You don't chuckle those Exactly. Out. Look. They're slippers. If you ask anybody that is listening to this that is Latino, is it jungle? <laughs> Why are you going to say it, it with the fucking it's, accent it's, it's too, It's a jungle, okay? Yeah. It's the chunkler, bruv. It's the chunkler. Put on your chunklers. It's just... It, honestly, I think it's my favorite word now Look, because... I just... No, no, no. They're my, really comfortable. Okay? My favorite Spanish word was uh, puntas, which is a pencil sharpener. <laughs> I learned that in high school in the few years that I did Spanish. Um, that's, uh, I'm cultured. Well, Chonclas and Unsecapuntas. Regardless, shout out to all my Latinos out there. Yes. I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm like half Spanish. That's why we look similar. Unfortunately, I didn't get like the skin complexion, but Liam, my mom's side of the family is Spanish, right? Why are you looking at me with those? I eyes? have met both of your parents, and they're quite British. Yes, because we we're so from England. Was your mom was your mom born in Spain? No, but her parents were Spanish. Yes, both of them. I I don't know, dude. <laughs> I've just I just told I just want to make my sure mom has like Mediterranean skin. I just want to make sure we're not doing the like I'm one sixteenth Cherokee. Yeah, dude. I'm, deal. I'm a Jeep Grand Cherokee all day. Let's go. <laughs> Okay. We're, this would be anyhow. perfect timing for us to have like a Chrysler sponsorship. We're like, come on down to Chrysler for your Christmas specials. All right. Sorry, guys. We're uh, <clears throat> enjoying ourselves too much. Yeah, so let's talk is... about let's talk about some <laughs> fucking video games and some movies. <laughs> we literally just like forgot we were on the. Well, I think that that's the point. And honestly, I feel like people will enjoy that too. Because so there's been a few people that have gone on our case and be like, hey, don't be so structured. Just have the conversation. So that's what we're doing. And guaranteed, we're going to record like a two hour episode and not touch on the no, subject. No, at we're all. not. <laughs> and not touch on the subject at all. And people were like, yeah, we didn't mean like for, take it that far. For, for y'all that, well, none of you know, but me and Liam, we have since decided to do it in a different way. But we, uh, we did record an episode that we were kind of planning to do like our respective stories. Yeah. What d didn't it go over 
two hours? Like, wasn't it like two hours and, or was it just two hours? No, it was over two hours. It was like two and a half hours or something. Yeah. I want to say it was like two hours, 40 minutes. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. And we were, we were like looking, we weren't even listening to it. We were just looking at the time after the fact. Yeah. And for like two seconds, we were looking at each other like, I mean, that could work like people. And then we were like, nobody is going to, nobody even cares enough about like our stories to go through all that. I mean, if if you guys want to hear the episode or hear an episode or two episodes, we may do an episode on each of us. Like I'll sit down and tell my story. Matt can sit down and tell his, or we could break it up and like, we could do an episode where we talk about our history of cars, like the cars that we've owned or something like that. But like the entire story of both of us in one episode, oh my you cannot do it in like less yeah, than two hours. No. Realistically, if I wanted to do it, it'd be like a five hour episode. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, was, we're not uh, conceited at all. I promise. It was not. It was. Well, I, I have is, to talk about myself for five hours. Liam, <laughs> not what I'm saying. Liam and really any of my friends that hear me talk for more than 10 minutes know this about me. Some of you, if you haven't already noticed in the you last to talk like, about three tangents. episodes. Well, that, but also like. I get really caught up in details sometimes. So it's yeah. like, I'm not even necessarily conceited as much as I'm like just elaborating on shit that doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Tangents. So, yeah. So. Okay. Just kind of um, like just then actually, that was kind of one of them. Good example. <laughs> All right. Where, where do you want to start with this? You want to um, like dive into like a specific game? Should we start on movies? Should we start on games? I think so. There are, a lot more games than there are movies, so yeah, maybe and we I, can knock out the movies first. You think? Yeah, I mean, because look, these are the so real, real quick. If y'all want to know how extra I am, I obviously knew we were going to do this episode. You know, last night I didn't just find out about this ten minutes ago. Mm. So what I did is I went on the internet and did some exploring and refreshing of my memory. And I kind of was able to make a list of like movies and shows that have to do with this that I feel like applies to at least to me, probably a lot of us. But then, then I went on YouTube and watched evolution of videos on basically every racing game you can possibly think of. This was a deep dive, I can tell. Like, I, bro, <laughs> I was in my room staring at that computer and writing these notes on my iPad for like, Three and a half to four hours. Dude, round of a fucking applause for our executive producer over here. <laughs> Your life, bing bong. He researched the fuck out of everything and made notes, and this is why I love having Matt do this, because I usually come into this and completely wing it. Um, I'm glad that you're more prepared. But, yeah, we can uh, we can start with movies. That's fine with me. Well. Um, the obvious elephant in the room. Yeah, hit it. It's going to be Fast and Furious. Yes, you know, it is. Every, the, you know, when you think of cars car community movies you're immediately going to go to fast and furious um i think for me i did not get onto the fast and furious until a little bit later Mm -hmm. i think that i was on video games and all of that stuff before i picked up on the fast and furious movies because for me we did not like as a family we were not watching movies we were not really watching you say family (laughs) please stop (laughs) Dude, we should have loaded up that fucking thing on the soundboard. Oh, so fucking all the dudes going All of the fake Dominic Toretto is just going, family, family, family. 
Anyways, um, I didn't pick up on the Fast and Furious until I think a few years after it came out. And I think I saw the the second one first. I saw Too Fast, Too Furious first. and I think it was the same for me, actually. I think really? I saw the second one first. I think it yeah. was just because when I was a kid, like when I would go into like, oh, fuck, what was the god... I cannot remember. What was the name of the movie store? That you, Blockbuster. You guys have Blockbuster, Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Blockbuster. I didn't know if that carried over, but... Yeah, there was yeah. another one. Hollywood Video was the other one. Okay, I don't, I don't... Yeah, I don't think we had that in England, but I'd go into Blockbuster, and for me, I would just look at covers. I'd look at the covers. Yeah. Oh, I was the same way, yeah. Like, that's what drew me in, and I feel like Too Fast, Too Furious, like as a, you know, a visual thing for me just mm-hmm. appealed. And I must have, I must have rented it. Cause I don't think that my mom would have let me buy that or the, well, mm-hmm. she would have been buying it for me at that time. But I have a feeling that we may have rented it or maybe I've, uh, you know, I honestly feel like my mom wouldn't have fucking even let me do that. <laughs> I probably just watched it at like a friend's house or something, but needless to say too fast, too furious was the first movie of that that I saw. Mm-hmm. And then it may have been Tokyo drift after that. And then I was like, Oh wait, this is like a series. And then I went back and watched the first one. Yeah, no, I, so all of the details about when and where I first saw them are quite fuzzy for me, but I know that I saw the second one first because I remember ejecto seat. Cause ejecto seat. Um, and, uh, Oh, yeah, Jekta Sita. Nice. I'm good at quoting things. <laughs> Anyhow, um, there I go again. I said it again. Yes, yeah, so I remember seeing that one first mm-hmm. and then going back and seeing the first one and being, like, so fucking hype. But the funniest part, or I guess really the coolest part for me, is, like, I think when I saw the second one, I like got super into those kind of cars and mm-hmm. then I started playing need for speed underground. Really? And then I saw the first one, but it's like all of a sudden I knew all the cars in the movie mm. and I was just like, this is fucking awesome. And then it just got fucking out of control from there. I was going to say, I have a feeling that I was playing need for speed first. I think I was playing the need for speed games and then like fell in love with that. Like, thing where you could modify cars mm-hmm. and customize them and then afterwards saw fast and furious in blockbuster and was like gotta have it yeah i think i think that that was my sequence of events to be honest yeah so yeah like i said for me the the wins and wears are kind of fuzzy but i mean i think we can all agree that fast and furious was a massive driving force but it's i'm so sorry um for all of us really i mean it's yeah, like yeah. even and i feel like at least like age wise i would imagine at least the people that are like our age mm-hmm. when those like came out and we were watching those like Which none we should of us specify what yet. our age is because for anybody that isn't watching this if you're on spotify or apple podcast um, me and matt are mid to late 20s yes um so if you're in our age range then you probably relate to it similarly. Uh, Honestly, I'm curious for people who are younger than us, like considerably younger. I wonder like how that came about for them. Cause they must've been watching those movies. That actually later. Yeah. Or maybe they watched it when they were like really, really young. You know what would have been horrible? What? 
If the first Fast and Furious that they saw was like one of the later ones where it just went completely off the fucking rails. Oh, yeah. They probably, I mean, they would never get an interest in cars whatsoever. They'd just be like, oh, yeah, we're crime. Cool action movie. We're a crime fighting family that has completely out of this world. I know. I'm going to stop. I just, that's just, those were some of my favorite, like, flash in the pan memes the dominic toretto family memes like oh, yeah. that shit was just so funny when people using the uh the snapchat filter that makes you look bold and just recording <laughs> themselves like nothing stronger than family <laughs> so funny um but no the the fast and furious movies i think played a big part in i don't know necessarily my tasting cars because like i said the need for speed stuff for me i think i was doing that first mm-hmm. but well i mean this kind of goes together but Need for Speed and Fast and Furious both played a part in like my taste in music related to cars. Honestly, me too. Because like the the soundtrack to Too Fast Too Furious was fucking sick. Yeah, and I don't know. It just, I just always associated really badass cars with that soundtrack. Well, it's so interesting actually. Now that you say that, is it's like because obviously Need for Speed Underground and Underground Two and Fast and Furious were like not like officially associated with each other yeah but like Similar styles, they yeah really. they they kind of like went for the same aesthetic which i mean makes sense obviously the subject matter is the same but mm. they were kind of just like companions to each other right right and like building this aesthetic of like modified yeah you Japanese, just like always, really at that time like euro cars like, right you always you associated I mean? like fucking ludicrous uh little john any of that shit with just like modified cars for me back then. And that, I mean, that was cool. That always helped me with, uh, when I finally got on, on YouTube and I was heavily just watching like music videos all the time. Like those were the ones that I'd start at. And then I go on to like suggested videos or anything. Like I would watch music videos that had cars in them. That was my yeah. thing. Like always. Um, so Damn, no, I, I guess no that's wonder like, are you so good at this? I know that's, I feel like that's like another part of this whole conversation is that obviously like music stuff ties into it too. Cause yeah, hip-hop or any kind of like music culture has always had a big association with car stuff too and it's it's separate from modified cars and the style the style of stuff that we're into now but we're starting to see it come full i was gonna say it is excuse me excuse me again i'm so sorry (laughs) it is kind of it's interesting because it's kind of correlated i don't think we need to do a whole episode on that but maybe we can briefly talk about that in this episode no Um, you know what i do want to do at some point if he's listening i would i would be super stoked but uh my friend sebastian rodriguez he is like the guy that gets cool cars into music videos mm-hmm. like oh yeah i've heard his name a couple of times yeah i would love to have an episode with him on here and like we can just talk about how that came to be because i it's fascinating well, to me y'all are friends right yeah i want to get him on here at some point i was gonna say you could probably just ask sebastian him. please come on here at some point it'd be sick yeah sebastian i'd like to meet you in a very probably podcast phone kind of way <laughs> whatever man yeah just come on the podcast please um so yes fast and furious and what is like what i wish i knew more about and i'm sure there are people that are listening to this that will know more about like the specifics of this but i really do think it's so cool that like fast and furious literally brought this stuff into the mainstream yeah, all I mean, in, they, they inspired a like, generation yeah. of people that are now building fucking crazy cars. I mean, because, well, and what's crazy is I've just, there's a couple guys on Instagram that I've just come across just every now and then that are like, 
the guys that owned and or styled a lot of the cars for the original movies. movies yeah and it's like it's really interesting to think and what's funny is like one i was looking at the other day like the dude looks like a fucking a dad that would just like pick his kids up from soccer like he does not yeah <laughs> look like somebody but like back when they were doing fast and furious he was like the yeah guy. like let's do a fucking bomex kid on this whatever so this man, before social media... Before he was a dad. <laughs> before he was a dad. Before social media knew about all of these different Japanese... I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just so crazy and interesting for me to think about like how different all of this was and how different like getting information yeah. about you know what they were doing in Japan, JDM car. I mean, all of this stuff before social media. Like VHS option, hot version, like all of that stuff. Yeah. People were watching that on like VHS. I know. That's that's insane. And uh, I don't know. It's weird to think like where cars or like where the community would be if Fast and Furious was not a thing. I, it, I, mean, I, I cannot yeah, even imagine. I it's just, it's. It'd be a lot it's, smaller. It would definitely be a lot smaller, yeah. It'd be more of a niche. I mean, I mean, it would certainly still be a thing, I'm sure, but it's just kind of like... Do you know what I think would have happened? What? I would. I think somebody else would have come out with the movie. Not the same movie, but I think somebody else would have come out with a movie that would have had the same effect. Yeah. I, I believe that like there's certain things like that that just would happen regardless. Like You change the time frame, you change... Whatever, like you pull something out of the time frame, I still think it would have found a way Dude, to make it happen. Like, I, I think am, the universe just does that sometimes. I was gonna say there's like a really fast and furious there's a really was destined to happen. Existential thing on my tongue that I was about to let loose, but I'm not gonna do Are it. Are we right gonna now. deep dive into universe no, and no, uh, not right now or not? We're actually, we're actually time travelers, by the way, guys. That's that's how we're so full of fucking wisdom on this motherfuckers because we came back in time to tell you to guys theorize about. about Stunts, cars, and clout, and yeah, no, we did, we did not. <laughs> Awful. Um, um, so <laughs> yes, I think Fast and Furious is a really just. A, I mean, it's it had a lot of really cool after effects. Honestly, well, the the nice thing that they always focused on, at least with the first couple of movies, was that they were so in tune with what people were doing. Like they actually, yeah. they were, you know, they were hiring teams of people that were actively in the car community. Yeah. Like this dad. Yeah. Exactly. Literally yeah. we're taking their perspective on it and we're trying to make sure that everything in the movie was something that could be accurate. Like, yes, sure. There's some things that are fucking ridiculous and definitely aren't accurate at all. But for the most part, like they were paying attention to what the car scene was about. And yeah. we're trying to replicate that in the movie. Because they were interested. I would argue that they did a pretty good job. I mean, they again, did. They're, they you did. know, there are some moments where suspension of disbelief, like, <laughs> danger to manifold and the floorboard yeah. falls out. Right. But, but it's like, in totality, yeah, I think they did a great job at, like, representing cars. the fucking aesthetic of, yeah. like, the scene as it was at that well, time. And then so. they unfortunately fucking failed in that once it started getting onto the later movies and it was more about just action and solving crime i'm not even solving crime just fighting crime well, you know what's really All kinds of what i just shit. thought about when you what? said that it's actually very i mean granted i still hate where it is gone let yeah. me just say that off rip i still hate where it's gone i don't think any of us need to say that to be but, honest but what i was gonna say is like 
the spoke on stuff, like the original styling in those movies. Yeah. Was like, so like unique and like stand out looking at the car scene now, like it's kind of interesting to think about, like you can only do so much with like, what are you going to have a whole fucking movie about guys doing all the same shit, but in stance cars? Like, I get it. It doesn't really translate. I get it. But I don't know. I guess I just would have liked to have seen some kind of way that like it was still about cars. Yeah. Still related heavily. Street racing or like it was just heavily related to things that are in the car scene. Yeah. Instead of it being this just. No. And that's, I agree with that a million percent. Um, we it's it's looking like we could talk about that for a very long time, but let's 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 you hammer wanna, through a couple of these okay. things. I know you're gonna name like a movie off of your list. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about a TV show, okay. maybe a movie, just like things that I can throw on. Which I feel like you agree for the TV show at least. My good man, pimp my ride. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't write that down. Yeah, yeah. all come on, there's not a single person in this <laughs> audience unless you're like Gen Z that did not watch Pimp My Ride. My ride was wild as fuck. It was so stupid. And it was so hilarious, like, later on, like, learning just how fucking garbage all of oh those cars God. were when they finished them. And I'm not going to say that Pimp My Ride inspired my taste, but I sure as shit enjoyed watching it. <laughs> Dude, they, they had a UK version, too. Tim What? Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood was the, the host. You know, you know who Westwood hilarious, is? hilarious, yeah. Yeah. Like That's Tim, so funny. And it was shot like 15 minutes away from where I lived. Like I've seen some of the cars. They had a fucking. There was like 10 episodes and they all had different Volkswagen polos. No, actually. <laughs> so I've seen the hearse. There was, there was a one with a hearse. And then there was one with a, a fucking. It was a Capri. Yeah, it was a Ford Capri. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was like white with blue and all kinds of fucking shit. I've, I've seen both of those cars and I thought I was really cool. Just like growing up watching it. And I saw them like years later. I was like, wow, those things suck. Yeah. <laughs> but no. no, it like. Wasn't wasn't that a weird blip in time? Fucking pimp my ride. Dude, it really was. The fact that the word pimp was in, a, was in the name of a public TV show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that wouldn't be allowed now. Would it? Uh, definitely not. Karen's would be calling in. Dude, definitely not. Because a, a pimp is somebody that like ultimately exploits sex someone. workers, right? I mean, a pimp could technically just be somebody who exploits someone for money. They're like in control. They're exploiting of someone. Yeah, regardless yeah. of whether the sex is involved sex, or not. Exploiting it's just, somebody. It's so funny. But no, Pimp My Ride was a fucking It good was show. very entertaining I, like, to watch. Yeah. It was. It was. And it was definitely like I don't know. I mean, if it did inspire anybody's actual tastes and cars, I, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. It's a good show. It's worth mentioning. Unbeknownst to us, all the people that are like very solidly creating like bad rice, yeah, they are the ones that that dude. There's something. Yeah, there. I watched Fast and Furious one time, but you know that was great and everything. But then I went home, yeah, and I saw an episode of Pimp My Ride, and it was all over for me. You know, what'd be really funny is like 20 years from now when like. So much shit has changed. You know, fucking society is completely different. Cars are like barely a thing anymore. You know, everything's different. Anything that is normal now, you wouldn't even have heard of 20 years from now, right? Mm. A kid finds a fucking DVD or something <laughs> of Pimp My Ride or, no. or, or Fast and Furious. He puts it on and he's like, whoa, this is amazing. And all of a sudden, full circle. That shit just starts up again. And it's I mean, cool. I feel like... 
Just did it again. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of how shit works, honestly. Sometimes. I mean, history, you get like, history you almost, would tell us that that's kind of how things work. Everything, I feel like every like 50 years, there's like a social reset. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, things that like just it's, fell off and disappeared. It all certainly of a sudden come happens back. with fashion. So, yeah. I mean, it's not that much of a reach to think it would happen with stuff like this. But I hope somebody listens to this in 20 years and it's like, yeah. I'm gonna go build a Spokong. Bro, if if you <laughs> I'm gonna go build a star. If you are listening to this podcast in 2041, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to you for digging through the depths of the internet to find this fucking Bro, podcast. I don't even think the internet's gonna be a thing in 20 years. You think you think about how fast everything That's progressed. That's fucking terrifying. You think, to think about how about. fast everything has progressed. How like fifteen years I ago? I can't we... remember the, like the actual figures, but since like the nineties, we have progressed technologically like more in twenty years than like a hundred and fifty or a hundred and seventy-five years. Like that's what beforehand. I'm saying. Twenty years from now, if we keep having this exponential fucking oh no, I just craziness. Liam, what was what? twenty years ago? What was twenty years ago? It was two thousand one. Two thousand and one was twenty fucking years ago, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> See, here's look. Anybody, <laughs> y'all? Okay, I'm twenty eight years old, so I feel like anybody else that is in. 27, 28, 29, 30. Yeah. You, you it's the rem- same way. When you hear 20 years ago, I was going to say, ago, you remember 1980. things. Yeah, you remember things in the late 90s. I don't. because Well, I was born in 96, so I remember things in like 98, 99, barely. Yeah. My little sister was born in 2000. That's really yeah, fucking Yeah, my, my little sister was born in 99. Crazy. All, All right. right. <laughs> what a dumb subject to talk about. <laughs> We're like <laughs> hypothesizing <laughs> the future. So... Um, God damn it. All right. So, um, he said a show and I thought of another show. Perfect. We won't spend a lot of time on this because it's a motorsport thing, which is obviously like my Please focus say. more than yours, but. Please say talk. Yeah. Cause I had No, but that's a fucking good one. Yes, it is. How did I fucking forget about that? Oh my fucking God. I feel like not enough Americans watch Top Gear. But do you want to know why? Because what? they probably watched an episode of Top Gear US and were like, this is absolute garbage. Look, Rutledge, if you're listening to this, I love you. I think you're a great guy. But holy but. fuck, Top Gear US sucks ass. <laughs> Top Gear in the UK, the OG Top Gear. Fuck, what a good show. Yeah. What a fucking good show. Yeah. Like back in its heyday, what a... God damn. Back in you know, its heyday, fucking... What the last season that they did was still fucking great. Well, yeah, but like way back in the day, it was the best. I would, oh, yeah. Me and my dad would when sit Jeremy down. Jeremy Clarkson was a younger man. I was going to say, me and my dad would sit down, like when it airs, like we were on the couch watching really? that shit when it airs. And like, I don't think I've ever had a show that I did that with. Yeah. And Top Gear was always that show. You know, it was great. I don't know why I didn't even think of this until right now when you said Top Gear, but I kind of want to hit on the old Japanese videos that people would get their hands on over here. Yeah. Fucking hot version. Um, I think it was either VHS option or option. Look, I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. I'm not as well versed as some people, Dude, but I like, don't know a single one of those. Really? No. Okay. We need to go through and like find some because they're just like, they're super. I mean, they're just really cool. Hmm. You know who Keichi Suchia is? No, you do not. Okay. Keichi Suchia is, the Drift King. 
Anyway, that's what they call him. They call him DK or the DK Trip. himself? Yeah, dude. You're joking. So, anyway. <laughs> joking? He, nice. uh... I quit. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so gets up he, did, he did at least two different shows. Yeah. Um, and there were, there was just other, like, really cool Japanese video content mm-hmm. from, like, so I want to say all the way back to the 80s, but for sure the 90s. It was actually a show? Through the 2000s. There were several of them. Oh, no where shit. Where they okay. would do, um, I mean, they did all kinds of shit. I mean, they did, like, Top Gear-esque stuff. Mm. They did a was lot Was it all, all of, in Japanese? Yeah. Okay. They did a lot of, like, performance testings where they would take it to, like, XYZ track in Japan and just fucking send it. Like, K2CG is arguably one of the best drivers ever that anybody like knows about Damn, i'm kind of disappointed that i've never seen this so well that's what i'm saying we'll go through and look for it and yeah. like i said some of y'all are gonna know more um about what's what with this than i do please send it to us yeah so we can go find it and go watch yes. it and get more acquainted with I'm it i'm absolutely down i just the ones that i have seen i just enjoyed the fuck out of them so um yes y'all send us some because obviously we're not as well versed as i'm sure some of you are and we wish we were so so you want to know a movie that is not on your list or actually no two movies that are not on your list that were like a huge part of my interest in cars growing up mm. one of them the italian job like the original uh, one yeah, that is the british movie um please guys if you're from the u.s and you associate the italian job with What's his fucking Marky name? Marky Mark. With Mark Wahlberg. Wrong. Wrong answer. Wrong. The Italian Job was a movie in the UK that all I can remember is Michael Crow was in it. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Oh my God, this movie was so good. The intro scene, uh, I don't even remember the actor's name, but he's driving in a Lamborghini Mirror on a mountain road in Italy. He goes through a tunnel. The mafia blows his shit up and then pushes the mirror off the mountainside with a digger. And there is like 50 mafia bosses just standing there. This movie is so good. If you can find a way to watch the original Italian job, it is one of my favorite childhood movies ever. And I, it didn't inspire my taste in cars, but it 100% just, it, it was my top Liam movie. Liam likes mirrors that are on fire falling down. <laughs> huh? Yeah, no, th- this movie was just so good. Well, I mean, we should watch it because I haven't. Okay, yeah, it, we have so. to. We have to. And if, if you guys have seen it, please let me know in the comments because it's such a good movie. Yeah, well, okay. we got to watch that. What's the okay, other one? The other one, one, any James Bond movie. Any, yeah. literally any yeah. James, that like I was obsessed because the car chase scenes, my entire life, I feel like has been based off of car chase scenes. Matt, you know, you're not out of the camera when you stop. No, no, like it's that. not trying. I'm trying to make sure they don't like hear that for the people that are not <laughs> watching. You don't have any idea what's going yeah, on. Matt keeps leaning away to like itch his ear or whatever. Well, I'm no. sure you guys don't want to hear the <laughs> of my fucking, we're not even going to talk about that. It's no. gross to think about. Okay. Any of the James Bond movies, like I feel like my entire life was based off of car chase scenes because that's all I cared about. I remember there was a fucking, there was a Looney Tunes movie that had a chase scene in it with a TVR. You know what TVR is? Yeah. That's all I cared about. Any movie that had a car chase scene was my shit. And that's why I fell in love with cinema and why I got into like making videos was because 
I grew up obsessed with car chase scenes. And so, yeah, James Bond movies, oh my God. What, what was the one that he had a, he had a I'm, BMW? I'm going to tell you right now. There's, dude, there's so many James Bond movies, and they all have different cars. The one with the E38, the 7 Series, I think that's right. Yeah. And it, oh, it like, self-drives. The scene with it in the parking garage where, like, people are trying to break into it to, like, get something out of the glove compartment, and they mm-hmm. can't get in. And he, like, remote starts it and, like, takes off from, like, wherever he's standing and then runs and like jumps in it. And it's this whole chase scene through this parking garage. And it ends with him jumping out and launching the car off the top of the parking garage. Someone knows, but it's, Oh my God. It's like one of my favorite scenes ever. I, I I love the James Bond movies when I was a kid. That's why I love Aston Martins. So I'm going to, I'm going to own an Aston Martin at some point. doesn't matter how terrible they are. I just want one. I have to like fulfill that. They look real Design. good though. They're, oh, they're beautiful. They sound fantastic too. I want to, I want to repeat more than anything because I, DB9. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know what repeat is. So it's the four door. So the. I'm going to, if y'all don't mind me, I'm going to look no, it up. No, do it. The, the DB, the Aston Martin DB9 is my favorite car um, from Aston Martin's lineup. Like the Vanquish was a really cool car, but I, I think the DB9 has the best looks. Somebody's going to argue that like the newer cars, the DB11, blah, 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 the, uh, or the GTS, whatever, the Vantage. Oh, shit. The DB9 is the best-looking car, and the Rapide is the four-door version Yo, what the, of I've a DB9. I've never seen one of these. This thing it's is so, fucking It's so big. It would, not, it would not fit in this garage. It's so big. That's so funny. It looks so good. Though. And, it, yeah, it's got a it's got a 6-liter V12 in it. It, I mean, it makes less than 500 oh, horsepower, but it sounds incredible. It's got four seats, four doors. All of the doors go upwards. That like, would be the largest the unnecessary flex. That is literally my daily big body VIP GT dream is a Aston Martin repeat. Yeah, that's, that's just wild. literally on coilovers with like some kind of open floating spoke design wheel, just mm-hmm. really subtle. Oh my God. That's everything I want. I want. I want to just feel like James Bond, and that's it. I want to be in a car chase scene. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond dropping the kids off at school. Yes. Um. So, if I was listening to this, I would be waiting on this. So I'm just gonna go ahead and please initial D. Yes. This is the part where, unfortunately, I don't say a whole lot because I've never seen initial D. So. You guys are going to embarrass yeah, me. I still can't believe that. But I, on the other hand, have seen not all of the seasons of Initial D, actually, um, which makes me sad, but I just haven't. I watched like the first three or four seasons between different streaming services. Um, again, if y'all know where to watch like the rest slash all of them, please, for the love of God, let me know because I want to watch all of them. Um, but initial D is, I mean, aside from just being a really like good, compelling story, Mm -hmm. it also had like a lot of after effect, I would say, as far as like how cars were, I don't want to say portrayed, but like perceived, well perceived, but also like it definitely had an effect on a car video games. Mm hmm. But be like um, really just anime manga art, yeah. About cars, like 
because there were um there were two other ones that were shows that were only in Japan, and I've seen one episode of Shakatan Boogie. I have never seen an episode of uh, Wanga and Midnight, mm-hmm. um, and those were both also they were also animes. Um, I think that's why I didn't watch this because I've never been into anime ever. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's probably a bunch of people that are like disowning me right now, but I've just never had a thing for anime. I, I've never cared. I, on the other hand, am not. I, I'm very specific about the anime that I like, but I like to think that I have good taste, I guess. Well, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But uh, yes, the point is, is initial D, first of all, has done nothing but drive up the prices of AE86s into infinity. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it's a really cool show to, to the extent of my knowledge. That was really like revolutionary, uh, not graphics. What's the word I'm looking for? Animations? Animation. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was really uh revolutionary animation for its time in regards to like car stuff. Yeah. Um, well, cause there yeah, probably I mean, wasn't anything else like it. Right. I mean, well, still, that's what I'm still isn't. No, no, no. Is there, that? there is more now, but I don't want to say that there was not because, again, this is not there, my area of expertise. But there could be, and we only know about right. Be, yeah, that's but funny. it was very. Nobody can deny whether they know more than me or less than me. Nobody can deny that Initial D was incredibly influential mm-hmm. in regards to Japanese modified cars. Um. But yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of going to leave that there cuz I think I've said what I am qualified to say. I'm qualified to say absolutely nothing so, on the subject. But yes, I just I know if I was listening to this, I would kind of be waiting like, "Well, when are they going to talk about it?" Now, initial D is just something that I personally could just watch the shit over and over and over again. And it's yeah. like Now, do you know what Eurobeat is? That sounds very familiar. So, Eurobeat Okay. Initial D, the soundtrack, just the music in that show. Yeah. Is Eurobeat. And I can show you Is that after, is that a genre or yes. an artist? That's a genre. No, it's a genre. Okay. And it's Okay, like, now now that makes sense. I think I know what yes, I associate that with. Eurobeat yeah. is inseparable mm-hmm. from Initial D. At least for me. There are probably some people that are just enjoy it for being Eurobeat, but for me, and I feel like a lot of other people, Eurobeat is inseparable from Initial D. What I find even funnier is I have found out over time that this is not just a me thing. This is a most people thing that have seen Initial D. Yeah. If you are on definitely a mountain road, but if you are on like a road that is in any way capable of you being able to like have a spirited drive. Mm-hmm. And you turn on Eurobeat, it's over, dude. Like you just drive off you the just, edge and die? No, like, <laughs> no, you just can't, like, not have fun. Fucking become somebody in the show. Like, oh, guess, guess what? Like, last time I was listening to Eurobeat, watch me not become that person in my 9,000 pound truck as I drive <laughs> off the edge of a mountain. I was driving my Forester. Yeah. That struggled after like 70 miles an hour. I was listening to a Eurobeat one night and I was going down 127. I pushed that little bastard to 107 miles per hour. 107, baby. Hey, y'all, for a 2000, what was it, 2002 
Subaru Forester. Yeah. I was boogieing. <laughs> All right. And the uh, that was the only time I've ever gone even remotely that fast. And I was just fucking bah, bah, like <clears throat> redlining everything. And it was literally only because of your OB. So, hmm. yeah. I I really want to like get him to watch it, but I literally don't even know if he like would even give it a chance because he's just not into anime, which uh, which is fine. I'm not I mean, giving I might, him shit, because but, cause, like, but if it that's is, a, that is a really yeah, like uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but that is a really I almost want to say like valuable show to have at least been exposed to if you're going to be into this kind of stuff. But damn. I can't be into it unless I've seen it. My no. bad, guys. Uh, so well, uh, Liam, I'll, I'll come back in the future. Yeah, you? next next episode and all the episodes after that. I hope you'll like me because Liam's gonna have to check out because he's never seen Initial D. So um, can we move on to games? Yes, we can. All right, because um, I know there's a lot of movies, but those are all like newer movies. Like yeah, Baby Driver. Well, the other the other Rush. thing is I was literally just gonna go into a thing about like. A couple of F1 stuff like Drive to Survive is kind of what got me into F1. Drive to Survive. Yeah, it's a Netflix show that was kind of about F1, but then also like behind the scenes. Well, and if it's stuff. on Netflix, that's a little modern, isn't it? We're talking about shows that are like way back that I inspired guess that's true. our tastes and stuff. Um, all right. So games. Where do where do you want to start with games? Let me see. Because I know all, like let me the, see what all we got here. The first game that I actually played. Um, I didn't get a place. I didn't get any consoles until like always later. Right. So Mm -hmm. I got a PlayStation one, probably a few years after it came out. Like, wow. My dad decided to treat me. I'm pretty sure my dad bought it for himself and was just like, yeah, you can like play with it sometimes. I got addicted to Gran Turismo so quick. So so quick. I am going to tell my sad story right off rip. Sad story. Okay. I had a PlayStation one. Yeah. And I never got Gran Turismo. Oh man! Because I just didn't know about it. I like okay. Looking back on this every time, I just get so sad because the only place, the only Sony game system I ever personally owned mm-hmm. was a PlayStation One. And come to find out later on, when everybody that's into this stuff now is playing Gran Turismo. I was playing like fucking Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which granted, right. There's nothing wrong with that, but like, I wish that I had been like super into fucking Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo was good because it like, I don't know. I feel like it taught me the value of money (laughs) because you you actually had to like work to earn your money on that. Like for the earlier ones, I don't think there were cheat codes. So you couldn't just like unlock mm -hmm. all the cars and have unlimited money or anything. Like you actually had to go do all the races, get the money and buy the cars and so like i don't know that i enjoyed that but i still played it Dude, I st- and i still like did that and watching got the cars that i wanted to so watching the one of the mini evolution of videos last night yeah watching the one for gran turismo was it just made me even more sad that i was never like i didn't even like uh-huh. knew it i did not even know it existed until much later because that Okay, so not only were the graphics pretty crazy for the time, but they were also taking, like, sound design. Just They were, like, really paying attention to to the details, which is kind of commonplace for a lot of, like, 
car games today, like sim games and stuff. Yeah. But, but this was back, but back then. then yeah. This was, let me, I wrote down the fucking, this was in 97, this was 1997. So the first, yeah, I never played, I guess I didn't play the first one. I, it was two. Play, I mean, uh, even Grand, still. Gran Turismo 2 on PlayStation 1 was like my first racing game. Because yeah. I, obviously I didn't have, I did not have a PlayStation 1 in 99. It was easily 2002, 2003 when I had a PlayStation yeah. 1. And by then, probably the fucking PlayStation 2 was out, but... Yeah. So, but yeah, Gran Turismo is like the other thing that I have like since learned is like the people that were really into this stuff as a result of Gran Turismo mm. are a lot of the guys that have like encyclopedic knowledge about this shit. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the car list for each Gran Turismo game, it is fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Like, as far as I remember, it's either the first or the second one where they have like the really famous like JGTC cars, like that Castrol Supra, like yep. the Penzoil. It was no, it was on Gran Turismo too. I remember it. And it's just like thinking about the possibility that I could have been exposed to all of that so much earlier on just fucking hurts. Yeah, like it just fucking hurts. And then my story gets even worse. Because after my PlayStation 1, because I spent so much time with my cousins as I was growing up. Yeah. And they had a GameCube. Guess what the next system that I got and basically stayed with was? A GameCube? Yeah. Ask me how many like good semi-racing games there were for a GameCube. I don't even know. Fucking zero. <laughs> Absolutely Do they have none. any racing games? For- they, did, they did, but they were like... Granted... Ne- I played Need for Speed on GameCube, so I really? partially take that back, yes. But no Forza, no, no Gran Turismo, no, no. Tokyo Extreme, no, none of that stuff. Um, and I just said that in passing, but I know this is a really popular game with a number of people, but Tokyo Extreme Racer, have you ever played that? I actually have not. So... Um, I was watching it last night, Mm -hmm. and I've heard uh, a number of my friends kind of talk about that. That and Ridge Racer. And why does that sound familiar to me? Ridge Ridge Racer. Racer? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you played it. What is it? I don't know. I mean, it's a racing game. I don't know how to play that. I think the thing that was strangest for me to learn about it that I didn't know was like, at least from the videos that I watched. Ridge Racer isn't like they don't have actual cars. Like they do the same thing that Grand Theft Auto did, where they're like kinda they kind of look to, like yeah. cars, but they That's don't weird. they don't have like, any license. I feel cars. like I've heard of Ridge Racer, but like maybe I didn't. I don't know. Um, but yes, I just kind of wanted to like mention that. I'm glad you mentioned Grand Theft Auto too, because that yes. that was also another thing. Like it wasn't directly a car game, but, but it, it was kind like, of developed partially into one. Right, in because obviously circles. like obviously we can touch on Need for Speed. We don't need to touch on it too much because every I think we can universally agree that Need for Speed was the biggest fucking game for all of us. Right. Um oh, but like Did you ever play Need for Speed Carbon? Yes, it was a fantastic game. Okay. But um we uh, yeah we need to go through like what a cool fucking name too yeah Need for Speed Carbon 
But I was gonna so say, um, Grand Theft Auto, like Need for Speed Underground Two, was like the first like free roaming mm-hmm. game. World, Grand yeah. Theft Auto was then like <clears throat> that was an open world game too, mm-hmm. and that was the most exciting part for me. Like Need for Speed was obviously amazing because the whole customization thing. That's like the biggest thing for me out of Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. It was like, dude, when when I was a kid and I play Sims, I just build houses. Same thing on Need for Speed. I just build cars. Yeah. Oh, um, I was the same way. But Grand Theft Auto, like, you could just cruise around and do whatever. Like, you could do anything. The map felt you like can it was carjack so big. People. Yeah, like it was cool as shit. You cannot complain with that. Grand but. Theft Auto to me is such a hilarious like uh, phenomenon. I guess yeah. is what I'll call it. Like oh, the the early the, ones were the hilarious. Fact, to the me. fact that one of the most popular and like heavily played games, I would say probably of like all time Mm. is, I mean, it makes sense that it's very much like a second life type game, but it's like, it's it's a second life type game where you will like, can go out of your way to beat somebody to death with a fucking baseball bat. And then just be totally unfazed by the fact that you just did that. (laughs) Yeah. But no, okay. Let's run through all of the Need for Speeds because... Really quick before we do that. Did yeah. you ever play Burnout? Yeah, that, I know. I want to talk about that, but I want to get through Need okay. for Speeds first because right. Burn, right. Burnout was such a good game. All right, do your thing. Okay, so on the list... Hot got Pursuit 2. Hot, well, Pursuit, Hot Pursuit and 2. And Hot Pursuit 2. I think I remember playing Hot Pursuit over at a friend's house and Hot Pursuit was the like more exotics and like running from police, right? I mean, they were both kind of because Well, you couldn't do modifications on Hot Pursuit. It was all about police chases, and most of the cars were exotics. I never, honestly, I don't think I ever played the first one. I, I remember specifically playing the second one. Okay, I could have sworn that that's what it was. But, uh, okay, Underground and Underground 2 is where most of us, or you guys listening, definitely were involved. And I I got Underground 2 first, and, I mean, it was just so good, dude. Yeah. Free roam, modify cars however you want, get so crazy with it, and... Dude, the list of cars that they had in that game I thought was so interesting. Oh, it's kind of crazy. I really liked the fact that I could get like the same Ford Focus my fucking dad had. Yeah. Like that was really cool to me because no other all the other games that I had that, always glorified like nice cars. The one thing that continues to this day to drive me crazy cuz I can never they never have it. Mm-hmm. I remember that and it's same thing with Forza, like and I actually had Forza when I had my RSX, but I had already I wanted an RSX, like yeah. when I was playing Need for Speed and Underground and Underground 2 and stuff. But they had the fucking pre-facelift RSX. Uh I don't like the pre-facelift front end. Like <laughs> it's not terrible, obviously, but I just hate the teardrops under the headlights. Mm. I like just the flat bottom headlights like mine had. I just think they look so much better, like the body kit for like the RSX and the Type S that we got here, yeah, is just not the move. But granted, still, you know, you get in that game and you just have all kinds of fucking kit options and stuff. So. But no, like I just I loved the fact that you could get like the regular everyday commuter cars that I was used to seeing in a game and then I could customize them mm-hmm. however I wanted. And I think that's where like my love of like 
especially how the scene is in the UK where people like can't necessarily afford to have the craziest platforms. Like everybody Mm -hmm. has those cars. They have those like regular commuter cars and they make them cool. And so I've always just like that. I think that game always just helped to put it in perspective for me that you didn't, (coughs) you didn't need to have the craziest platform. Like you could go on, but I could have sworn that they had a, there there was a Peugeot on there, wasn't there? Would you say that you didn't have to have the craziest car? It just mattered how you executed it. Yes, always. <laughs> I don't know why you're so blown away by what? that, but yeah. No, it but yeah, was, absolutely. I was, I was trying to make a, an allusion to past episodes where we talked about the emphasis on right. executing things. Well, no, hey, it's Liam. Stu- it stuck with me. That's that's how that came about. Um, yeah, I was. But yes, it was super. I remember my habit was. I decided, I mean, granted, I would make other ones that obviously deviated from this, but like the cars that I was like serious about, Mm. they all like, I wanted to make it so that I could like go home, go home, you know, in the game. Anyway, I wanted to make it so that like any car that I had, they would know it was me. (laughs) And like my thing, I remember specifically my thing was, it would be. Um, it would be black. It started out black with green underglow because of those civics at the beginning of the first Fast and Furious, right? Yep. Yep. And then I would have like those ridiculous fucking tribal vinyls, like just. I think there was one that was like a wolf, and I was just fucking putting that bitch everywhere. But after that, um, started changing up the underglow and shit. But the point is, and then I can't remember one of the two of them. <laughs> You basically could have like a crew. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it was two. I think it was the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, well, did it not, it it may have been something that came into some of the later games, the crew thing. Well, it was in underground, underground two or carbon. It was in one or more of those. We just need to go back and play those games to be honest. Yeah. No fucking shit. But okay. The, the next one on the list, most wanted, which for me was one of my favorites because so most wanted was the one that had the fucking, um, the E 46 M three GTR, you know, mm-hmm. like the wide one that was like the final boss or whatever, mm-hmm. but hop, not hop suit. Most wanted was the one where you had to do the police chases and you like had to uh, cause as much damage as possible and like get uh, away from yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. I vaguely remember playing that. That yeah. for me was one of my, that for me was one of my favorites of the the series um because those police chases were so intense and you had to like level up by beating like whoever ran the streets at that Mm -hmm. time or whatever yeah and then then when you beat them you'd like win their car and then the final boss was that e46 and i think that was the cover car too and there was was there a police c6 i think there was a c6 corvette police car maybe i don't remember I, that to me was a was a good game. Underground two was definitely the most influential, and then I got Underground one, and then Most Wanted came out. Fantastic game. Carbon is the next one. Carbon. Carbon was so. Carbon good. was fucking great. And you know what sucks is for some reason I've always had this like blank in my mind about Carbon because the copy that I had scratched the fuck out of itself and wouldn't work. And my parents wouldn't let me fucking buy it again. And so I never got to actually like complete that game. No, Carbon, 
I remember this is super like strange, but, but it, like it, I remember the drifting, right? Carbon, yeah. Carbon, like I have this weirdly visceral nostalgia mm-hmm. about sitting in my parents' living room playing carbon. And it was just like I remember feeling like carbon was like both underground games put into one and then like further perfected. Yes. That was carbon. The, the mountain drifting stuff on yeah. Carbon was so cool. Yeah. Um and then Pro Street. Pro Street came after that and Pro I never Street played that. Did you not? Never. So Pro Street was the one where they changed it up. And I don't know if it was because they were trying to be like I don't know. Maybe maybe at that time it was when people started complaining about how video games could affect kids' minds to do bad things or whatever. But they switched from it being a street racing a game and all about in. crime to being it's a festival. Like it was like how Horizon is. Yeah. So Pro Street was like it was a festival and you had events. And I actually really liked that game because it was the first one that had – well, no, it wasn't the first one because I remember Underground 1 had this drag racing thing. Mm-hmm. But – it was very much in detail and there was a lot of focus around those different events. And the drag racing thing in pro street was cool because you could build like drag cars. Yeah. I remember building like crazy, you know, Dodge chargers or whatever. And just, it was really fun. Like I enjoyed like shifting and all that stuff. Yeah. That's, Um, I just never played it. Yeah. Yeah. Pro street was a good game. And then shift after that, I never played shift. I never played shift either. I honestly did not even know it existed. Really? But watching the videos last night, I wish that I did. It basically looked, and I mean, it looked for fucking what year was this? 2009. I have no idea the status or even existence of sim rigs as like commercially available products at that time. Yeah. But like in both the videos, it was in like cockpit view and it was like a circuit racing game. So it was kind of like, I guess Need for Speed's answer to Gran Turismo. Which and I it guess is great. I'm going to assume that that's where most of the audience fell off because I I felt Pro Street was the last game that I played and I enjoyed Pro Street. You can yeah. still modify stuff, but I I think a lot of people fell off after that. I uh, mean, if, if I you wish guys I had kept playing Need for Speed, on really? when they get, I'm telling you, dude, when I was watching that video, it just looked super cool, and it <laughs> was just not something that I ever knew that they did. Maybe for Speed. Maybe it's just me, but. I never really cared. Like I loved racing games, but I'm not that competitive of a person. And I also did have a problem with racing games where I would get very aggravated at like <laughs> losing or whatever. And so I made the smart decision that like probably my well, what year was that? I was getting close to being a teenager and I was like, Yep, nope, done with video games. Don't like the way this makes me angry. So <laughs> I really have stopped. I stopped playing video games since then. Since I guess like what fucking yeah, it's probably 2010, 2011. That's when I stopped playing video games. I definitely have played video games outside of racing games, mm. but racing games once I like got onto them were far and away what I played the most. Yeah. Um, and then there's other Need for Speed games, no, but I don't feel like, well, I, 2015 well, I was going to say, that Need for Speed, I do kind of want to, like... That's when they tried to reel it back to how it used yes, to be. and they had, like, Nakai-san and Magnus Walker and, like, doing that kind of stuff. I never played it, but from what I heard, they uh, missed so the mark. They... It looked really good. Yes, I know that. Um... I remember playing it before I had the sim rig with mm-hmm. the controller. And it was, I mean, it was certainly arcadey. 
I didn't hate it. Yeah. But I think, let me put it this way. For kids that were, for kids in 2015, I guess, that were the age that we were when Need for Speed Underground came out, Mm. it's a pretty cool game to like walk into this stuff. That's actually, yeah, I guess I hadn't considered right? it from that but perspective. For those like, of us for that, us that have, that have like games. really loaded nostalgia for like underground, underground two, carbon, things like that. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I mean, this, this just is never going to be underground. That's but a good point. 2015 kids, is, was the, the yeah. Answer. So for kids that were our age in 2015, they were getting onto that. I mean, they the car selection was awesome. The modification was aw- I mean, you could even modify camera in that fucking game. Yeah. Yeah, you could bag cars yeah. too. I'm pretty sure that. And so That's that's fair actually. Like it's that stuff is pretty cool. I mean, they're being exposed to like RWV, like there was some cool That is shit. a very it's valid just, point. I had for not us, ever considered. It's that. just not Need for Speed Underground, so we're right. kind of and just I mean, like we'd never be able to bring that yeah, back. In the same you know way. what I mean? So and it's kind of like a Vine TikTok thing. Yes, you know what I mean. It's is. like I noticed myself when TikTok was first like gaining traction or whatever. Like you after just, it was like musically or whatever the fuck it was. You hate it. I just caught myself being like a fucking boomer about it, where I'm just like, me too. This this will never be Vine, whatever. I and it's like I'm looking that. at it now, and I'm like, no, it's not Vine. But all it's of TikTok, but it's fucking, it's it's great. All it's of so the memes funny. are TikTok. Yeah, no, I, I see that. Um, one thing I want to mention on the Need for Speed series before we move on to another game. Um, I think it was in Carbon. Carbon was the first game where you could like in detail modify the body kits and the wheels. And when I say that, I don't mean like you could change them. I mean that like you could literally build a custom one-off bumper. Yeah. Yeah, Like you could add like bigger canards, bigger grill opening. And then the wheels, you could fully customize how many spokes, the direction, little cutout, like all of that stuff. I that, forgot about for that. Me, That's super fucking cool. Yeah, that cool. was one of the coolest things they ever did. It would just fucking did. forever. It was so slow. <laughs> but that was one of the coolest features they ever added because it was like, you could literally make like one-off stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think they missed that on Need for Speed 2015. This, uh, I'm going to touch this and then we're going to keep it moving. But mm. we are going to have several episodes in the future with some friends of mine one is my good friend. His name is Garrett at sad.machines on Instagram. If you haven't looked him up, I don't know if there's a dot in there. I'm sorry, Garrett. I can't remember. But sad machines at sad machines on Instagram. You'll find it. If y'all it just, you know what? Just look. This man, you top tier. Top tier You haven't artist. even explained what we're talking about. Top, uh, okay. You just said a bunch <laughs> of adjectives. <laughs> okay, let me let me run it through one more time. Yes. You talking about doing the one-off kits in the game. Yes. Made me think about renders. Okay. Because Garrett and his friends, other people like Garrett that do render art, do that stuff just as a matter of course. Yeah. But the things that they come up with, the things that they execute, the things that they design and create is just insanity. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying that we are going to, oh, I'm telling yeah. them that we are going to have them 
yes. in future episodes. And really quick, say something, but I want to make sure I give the right. Okay, so the next game that I want to move on to, which was huge for me. I think I'm, I must have played so many hours. Yes, I was right um, first time. Ladies and gentlemen, sad dot machines. Okay, okay moving on, sorry. The burnout Love games. Love you, Garrett. The burnout games. Specifically, Burnout Paradise was my yeah. shit. Oh, my God. You know what I loved the most about that game was that you could do the – I can't remember what they were called, but it, there's like an intersection and like cars and stuff going through it, and you just had to cause as much damage as possible. <laughs> like you just launch the car into the air, yeah, and then you can kind of – when it's in slow motion, you can like control which direction it floats or whatever. Yeah. And the goal was to smash into stuff and cause as big of an accident as possible. As a concept, I love that. Because I want to do that in real life. Well, that'd be so cool. I remember I played. I don't Burnout. want to kill. I don't want to kill people. Obviously, I played but. Burnout Legends. I don't think I so, ever played it. That's just so fun. I just the obviously the one common thing that people are going to remember about Burnout is like destruction. Just yeah, just trying to fucking crash. The well, yeah, because you had to everybody. crash into other people in the race and knock them out and like. Dude. And then it would like slow down and yeah. show them fucking flipping and shit. What? Like it was so unrealistic with how, you know, the cars move, but that game was just so fun. Oh yeah. So fun. Man, I actually, yeah. I actually missed that. That's a game that I would really again. love. I would really love to play that again. Burnout. Like, I'm pretty sure Ben has a PS2. Oh shit. There's oh, another game that I just randomly thought about when we were talking about that. And now of course I can't remember. Ben played it forever. But it's like, uh, never mind, whatever. It, the whole game is literally like a demolition derby, basically. Hmm. And I can't remember what the game's called. Okay, Forza. I can't talk about Forza at all because I never had an Xbox. So Forza is, I was about to say, unfortunately. Forza's not that bad, but it's not Gran Turismo. So that kind of sucks. But no. And all of Forza the, is the good what, ones, all of the Horizons are now like newer and they don't necessarily affect anything for us now yeah so but they're still really good games well i was always forza motorsport so i had forza motorsport five six seven and then forza motorsport eight apparently is coming out next year i believe um so anyhow forza honestly forza is great but the thing that at this point, graphics-wise, I would argue that Forza and Gran Turismo are... I guess since Gran Turismo was here first, I will say that Forza is keeping up with Gran Turismo, yeah. graphics-wise, at this point. But what Gran Turismo has, has had, and will probably always have on Forza, is the car list. The, li it's just the licenses? so much more comprehensive on Gran Turismo than it is on Forza, and that just makes me kind of sad sometimes. But Do you know what I think back to? Because um, I had Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo 4 on PlayStation 2, I think. Was it, it was either 3 or 4. But that one of those Gran Turismo's that I played back in the day, I always remember that it was either Ferrari or Lamborghini was missing. From that mm -hmm. car list. Because of the licensing, something yeah. or other. Yeah, and they're like, we don't want cars in that game. It well, drove me nuts. I can't I, remember which one it was. And, you know, somebody will know. But I, I think I remember I still can't that. figure out the status of, like, because there for a little while, Toyota was very fucking weird about oh, their licensing. You know what? Actually, no, maybe it was Forza that didn't have Ferrari in it. 
Maybe, maybe, I, maybe, I, I don't, don't know. know. One game didn't have like a specific <laughs> car group in it that was yeah. definitely important for it to have. So, yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's still a thing, but I guess maybe they still do, but there for a little while for sure. Toyota Toy was like, anything to do with it. they, well, none of them, none of the games, none of them. Like they didn't give the license to any of the, I have no idea why. I don't know what happened. I don't know what changed, but mm. it was really strange. But, um, yeah, so overall, uh, Forza obviously grew up in the shadow of Gran Turismo. I would argue that it's still kind of in the shadow, but for me, it definitely has, I mean, its own charm, and the graphics are really, I enjoy them. Yeah. Honestly, I enjoy them, and having an Xbox and not a PS2 for the sim rig, I mean... Yeah, sure. I would love to be able to play with all the cars that they have on Gran Turismo and certain parts of Gran Turismo, but I don't lose sleep because I have Forza and not Gran Turismo. I get plenty of enjoyment out of it. So. Hey, Horizon's a great game. I love Forza Horizon. You know what's hilarious? What? You don't. I'm just, I'm just not really about I guess I'm so like fixated on like sim games. Yeah, I was gonna say you actually like I just can't really racing get and into being it. boring and stuff. I, I and like being boring and stuff. Fucking boomer. I like destroying things. I'm a boomer now because I like motorsports. I like destroying things, crashing, jumping, killing people. I th- those are <laughs> all the things people. that I love to do. Which um moving on. <laughs> Midnight Club. Oh so as I was watching that, the only one that, speaking of Blockbuster, yeah, every time I would be looking for games to rent on my GameCube, mm. I specifically remember, same Blockbuster every time, near my house, yeah, and the copy of Midnight Club Dub Edition was always right there. And I was always just looking at it it's like, so good. that looks so interesting, but I never got it. Really? I never played it. I have never played a Midnight Club anything. And you know, here's the thing too. When I was watching it, uh, when I was watching the video of it last this motherfucker's got his mouth wide open. When I was watching the video of it last night, yeah, I couldn't help compare it to like a lot of the other games that I did play. Yeah, and it really didn't look that impressive. And Granted, what, I've never played it. But no, okay, there was nothing impressive about. Midnight, Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition was the game, right? There was nothing impressive about it. The graphics weren't anything crazy, blah, blah, blah. You could customize cars. You were about to say it was the music, aren't you? Holy <laughs> Dude, Dude, if, if I had to pick, like if somebody told me, hey, you have to pick a playlist from any movie or any game and listen to it for the rest of your life. Damn. I'm it, was, going, it was really that good. I'm going to Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition Remix well, soundtrack. Now I need to go listen to that because I didn't know It may know not it be your that. taste, but okay. He's <laughs> backpedaling now. No, it, it may, honestly, it may not be your taste, but dude. Okay, I remember we did, we did a family vacation where we came to the U.S. and did like an RV tour mm. um, up the coast of California. Yeah. And, How British of you. I know, right? Um. I did not have like an MP3 player or a phone or anything that I could listen to music on. Mm-hmm. You know what I had? I had a PSP and I had Midnight Bro, Club 3 Dub Edition I'm remix. I'm still so upset that I never had a PSP. Really? 
Look, because like again, here look, if y'all are noticing a pattern here, I find out about cool shit. So did so I so long after it happened. And it's like I just I don't get me wrong. I love Nintendo and it has its own charm. But Nintendo having like only Nintendo shit robbed me of so much and I didn't realize at the time. Yeah. That that's what was happening. Dude, I was listening to gangster rap when I was a kid and you were playing Mario Kart. Yeah. This it dude. <laughs> Midnight Club was so good. The soundtrack was everything. Like I literally on that trip, <laughs> I would just put the game on. And just let it sit there. Yeah, I just put it on pause <laughs> and just listen to the soundtrack. It was so good. And I really hope that there's someone listening to this that's like as excited about Dub Edition's fucking soundtrack as I am, because it was I would listen to it now. I would hop in my truck tomorrow if I had someone. Well, I do. We do have someone to drive. I'm going to North Carolina tomorrow. I'm playing Midnight Cup 3 Double Edition <laughs> Remake soundtrack on Spotify. I'm excited for that drive now. All right. So stoked for you. Stoked for you about <laughs> that. Um, All right. So- Honor- honorable mention. This is a game that most, like a lot of people may not know about. Um, Auto Modelista. Yes. And I, I told you guys about this when, we, when I moved in. Well, actually actually you'd played it um no i hadn't played it but do you follow i think it's the understeer king on instagram do you know who that is i don't he's a page that i follow i think he's from atlanta actually so if you're listening my guy i'm not sure what your first name is but your page is awesome he did a post about auto modelista did he really he did and so i kind of went and looked into it after that Again, yet another game that I'm really upset that I was not exposed to. Because, like, not only was it so cool just by virtue of what it was, for me, from, like, my artistic perspective, the way that they did the artwork and graphics Mm -hmm. and all that in that game is just fucking incredible. Okay, so for anybody that doesn't know what Automodelista is, and if you're listening to this, we can kind of, like, explain it but it was it was a racing game that was based in japan um and the graphics were very much like how would you describe the graphics it was almost is it like comic book kind of manga style it is kind of like yeah i would say it's kind of like manga style like Like it wasn't realistic by any means but the the i don't know what it was it just it something about it was artistically anybody that has played um i was about to say bioshock great game but it's not the great borderlands Mm. Um, anybody that has played Borderlands and does not know what Automodelista is, it's like the same type of thing where they just use a lot of like, obviously in a 3D setting, thick and thin lines. It's mm. just really dynamic. You know, yeah. it's just, it's a really dynamic uh, style of of art. And just, it's just a really fun game to like look at yeah then yeah. you can play well, it and it's even more fun and also you could get all of the you know the legendary japanese cars you can modify them mm-hmm. with kits from companies that you actually recognized um it was just overall like a really kind of cool game for people who are nerdy about japanese cars and i mean at that time i don't know that i was i think that at that age i was more into american cars but I still had that game and I still played it and really enjoyed it. And now reflecting back on it, I'm like so stoked that I did have that game. 
Because I don't think any of my friends had it. I think it was like a really niche game. Yeah. I don't know if it was bigger over here in the U.S., but it definitely wasn't a big game in the U.K. I mean, I had never, until I saw his post about that, I had never, never even heard, heard of it. it. Yeah. Yet another one that I got like irked after I found out that I didn't know anything about it. Now, this, yeah, this one's kind of more me than it is Liam, but. Actually, I, uh. Oh, I was on this shit. Oh, Get into it, son. Um, Colin McRae Rally. Good old Colin. Shout out to the king of it all. Rest in peace. Um, so I look. What does it say? Ninety eight is when the first one came out. Definitely didn't play that one. Um, and there. So one thing that I thought was kind of funny that I noticed last night as I was watching it is they could not decide how they wanted to like illustrate the chronology because the first one was Colin McRae rally. Yeah. The second one was Colin McRae rally 2.0. Yeah. The third one was just Colin McRae rally three. Three. It wasn't 3.0. The, the, the next one was Colin McRae rally zero four. <laughs> the next one was Colin McRae rally 2005. And it was released in 04. <laughs> what? And then it became Colin McRae Rally Dirt, and then mm, Colin McRae Rally Dirt, Dirt 2, three. and then it turned into Dirt 3. And then we arrived at the greatest beginning of one of the greatest sim franchises. Dirt. Dirt Rally. Yeah. I got Dirt Rally when it just, like, that was one of the only games that I like waited in line for a midnight release for. Really? And it was like me and like <laughs> six other dudes, right? And it was just, it just so happened that at that point in my life, I guess it was fucking 2013, holy shit. 2013, I had kind of like started gravitating towards motorsport, but specifically rally. Yeah. Because it's just so fucking I don't know if any of you, I'm sure at least some of you are into rally in some, you know, degree. But rally is like, rally drivers are arguably the best, most skilled drivers I agree. out there. Because I agree. if you take a rally driver out of a rally car and put them in any other type of car in motorsport, they can make it happen. Mm-hmm. If you take an F1 driver out of an F1 car and put them in a rally car and a rally stage, it's not going to be like this seamless transition like it no. would be the other way around. Yeah. Uh, rally driving is like the best combination of every motorsport. You literally skill that have you to need. do all of it. Yeah. You have to do all of it. And then there's like the very specific stuff. Oh, and then you're that also you have on to dirt. learn. Right. That you have to learn for rally is it's like because you're dealing with so much different terrain. Yeah. I mean, you just, you have to understand weight distribution on any possible terrain, not just on tarmac or like on a circuit or on a track. Um, Anyhow, I was just starting to gravitate towards that stuff. And so Dirt Rally came out and it was like a sim. I didn't have the sim rig yet. I played that for the first like two years on a controller. Uh But like, that was once I got that game, that was the only game I played. I just stopped playing other video games altogether. I just only played Dirt Rally. Um, and so, uh, in between Dirt Rally, 
Well, after Dirt Rally, technically, they came out with Dirt 4. I was very unimpressed by Dirt 4, and it sounds like that was pretty hmm. that was pretty common across the board. After Dirt Rally, uh, I guess, fuck, six years later, all six years, I was still playing the original Dirt Rally just every day. They came out with Dirt Rally 2, which is what we have on the Simrig right now. And it's a good game. That was in 2019. Yeah. And you think about how much like graphics have grown in that period of time. Still looks pretty fucking good, doesn't it? No, it does. And Dirt Rally 2 is a really, really fucking fun game. Um, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. Since I've been playing Forza on the sim rig recently, um, I've gotten very used to that. The other day I was bored. I was like, I'm going to go back on Dirt Rally. I'm going to send it around my you know usual yeah. uh, rallycross track that I got really, really good at. Yeah. Oh my god! Totally, totally fucks up your flow. It's totally different. No, I I had a solid try for forty five minutes, and I did one one lap that was yeah. actually good. I have to re. I now have to relearn how to. Honestly, play it. it's kind of it's it's hard. I'm I'm kind of weird in that like <laughs> this is such a weird like possibly elitist thing to say because I have a sim rig, but when I have like a good amount of time to sit down and play the sim rig. Mm-hmm. I like to try and like split it up kind of. I like to do like a little bit of circuit stuff on Forza. Yeah. And be able to like heel toe and shit. But then I'll switch to dirt rally to like make sure I still have both driving modes in my brain. Just go ham on that. Yeah. Like, but no, dirt dirt rally. Uh I guess dirt rally 2 is the most relevant now is both dirt rallies are far and away my favorite games that I've probably ever played. I will enjoy them until I die. Yeah. Um, and with a sim rig, they're just, you can attest, they're just, I mean. Difficult to say the least, but it's very rewarding. Once you when start you getting it, out. it yeah. yeah. Okay, one game I want to mention before we like summarize. Um, I don't know if anybody else played this, but LA Rush. This, Never heard of it. Yeah, to me it was cool because uh, West Coast Custom was like in the game, so you could like take cars and have them pimped out, or whatever. Um, it was just a really good I'm game. Sure there was a pimp my ride the game. Now there, that you said was. that, I'm pretty sure there, there was. was, and it was awful. You know, what? <laughs> I can only imagine. You know what else was a really fun game that had cars in it? What? Fucking Simpsons Hit and Run. <laughs> That shit was I gas. Never, I never played that. Are you so joking? I yeah, I couldn't tell. Oh, that, I dude. played Crazy Taxi, though. Yes. Per- yeah, that was one of my early games for yeah. sure. God, man. There's so, so there's many, so many games that just games, pop up. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, there, was a, there was a Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift game. Was it really? There actually was, and it was good. I was going to say, it was honestly probably pretty sick. No, God, but it was, was probably just game. like super overshadowed by like Need for Speed and stuff. Yeah. But I think it came out later. Like it came out like considerably later than the movie did. Really? And I don't know if it was actually a cent- like if it was associated with the franchise or not. But uh it was a good game. I really enjoyed it. Like it had the same basic storyline and like the mm-hmm. cars. I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure it was cool. Um, okay. How has you know, how have movies, T V shows, and video games affected the car community as we know it? now i mean honestly i think the best way that we can put it is kind of what we talked about really in the beginning is like just try and wrap your head around what this would look like without the fast and furious franchise 
Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 yeah, the I think- answer is kind of that question is it's like, again, we did kind of discuss the like need for speed underground mm-hmm. and underground too, like definitely helped the world building process, of, right. you know, modified, uh, really JDM, but like, you know, Euro stuff too, Volkswagens, this and that, um, they really worked hand in hand, um, to kind of like create, uh, what ultimately got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And since then we've just been, the styles have kind of been yeah doing their thing, you know, but, um, I just, it's really cool. I was going to say, like, I think the, at least video games for me, um, as a kid just opened up the perspective that you could personalize vehicles mm-hmm. because, yeah. I, you know, from a super, super young age, I've been obsessed with cars from like a mechanical aspect. I just loved things that were loud and they moved mm-hmm. and they intrigued me. Um, and I think video games just, and you know, fast and furious played a part in this too, but it, it opened up that world to me where it's like, you can personalize a vehicle. You can do crazy paint jobs, lower them, put wheels on them, all of that stuff, body kits, blah, blah, blah before. Or if that stuff hadn't have happened, mm-hmm. I maybe wouldn't have been exposed to that or like wouldn't have been exposed in the same way. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, personalizing a vehicle or like treating cars as art is such a big part of literally my genetics. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy to me to think that if that wasn't a thing, like how would I interpret cars now? Oh dude, it literally makes me like, like I may not be that interesting it, it, if it, it wasn't makes for that. Me sad when I hear people. And I mean, look, this is, if you're not into cars it makes sense that you're like this, like there are other things in life to focus your attention on if you're right. not into this stuff. But like the people that will be like, I, don't, I mean, they're just all cars to me. I'm like, how how can you look <laughs> at all of these vastly different things yeah and just not even i mean because there are 100 percent. there are people that can look at like a fucking black mercedes and a black honda accord and just there's no nothing, fucking difference nothing for them. yeah it, no it's crazy and i it really does it really does interest me the fact that you know, I definitely would have looked at cars differently had I not been put on that, that yeah. path and, and seen that. And who's to say that I would even be as much of an artistic person as I am now? Like that could yeah, have helped with my, the art side of things. That could have been what inspired me to become artistic is that I could express myself through something that I was yeah. already interested in. And, you know, maybe if that wouldn't have been the case, I would have just had, you know, a mechanical interest in cars, but well, instead I was exposed to the artistic side of it. And that was, that's, that's what I do now. One thing that I just thought about is so the people that are even luckier are the people that were like driving age mm-hmm. when that like stuff, need for yeah. speed underground was like, a, cause obviously, they were luckier. obviously fuck. Yeah, dude. Like, look for, at least for me. And I guess for you too, like, during the heyday of Need for Speed Underground, at least again for me, I wasn't driving yet. No, I, did, of I not. didn't have a car, right? Can you imagine being that hype about being able to like modify your car and drive and it and do this, do and then being able to be like, "Yo, I've got a Mitsubishi Eclipse sitting outside right now." Yes and no. 
The only reason that I say no is because for me, I'm glad that I was exposed at a really young age because it allowed me 10 plus years to anticipate that happening. Yeah. Whereas like yeah, if it's in the moment, yeah. like, if, okay, imagine if it happened right now, mm-hmm. like in your situation, yeah. Okay, then, I see. then all of a because sudden, plus it, you get that magic that you get from just being a kid. Exactly. Yeah, like if if you're, you're your age right now in the exact life situation that you are, like financial stability and everything. Yeah. Imagine if that happened. All of a sudden, you realize that you could build cars this way. But guess what? Even though you have a car, you can't. Right. Because you can't afford it. Because you're dealing it. with a. Du- yeah. 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 Right. And that's why I think that for me, I think we're the lucky ones to be exposed at such a young age is because we got like, you know, over 10 years to to literally just like, just season. This is my favorite conversation of this entire episode. Seriously? Yeah. That, that is like so interesting. And I've never thought about that before until you said that. Yeah. I think that we're really lucky. They both have pros and they both have cons, but that's super interesting. But Yeah. I think that we were really lucky to be exposed to that so early on that we just, uh, it had so much time to, to build up anticipation that when, you know, we could come out into the world and build cars, we're ready for it. Yeah. You know, it's true. So, I, yeah, I think that's a really cool thing. I'm very thankful for being exposed to video games, movies, TV shows, all Same. of that stuff. And I wasn't, I was an outdoors kid. I would, did not spend all that much time playing games or, you know, watching movies or TV shows, but I'm glad that I got enough exposure to it. That kids, aren't, uh, kids aren't outside enough anymore. Man, I was back building. in my day. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. Um, Yes, hit those whatever the fuck. I was going to say, instead of the uh, the Q&A for this episode, um, I basically just put out on my story. Was I just put a little questions thing. I was like, hey, what games and movies influenced your taste in cars? It's for the podcast. And, okay, I have to mention this first because I am so fucking proud that this just happened. My homie, Bianca Heinz from Texas, she's an incredible photographer, this is top of the list. It says the Italian job. And I messaged her and I was like, please tell me you're talking about the original. She's like, yeah, with the Mini Coopers. I was like, like the Mini Coopers, like not the BMWs. And she's like, the Austin Healy Mini like, Coopers. She's like, yes. Like, yes. Somebody else knows the Italian job and they're American. That's a good thing. But okay. Um, 007. All the James Bond movies. Uh, New Sweet Underground 2, The Goat, of course. Got Pro Street on there. Um, somebody said old race footage from the 90s. I hey, definitely was I'm not here for that, that all yeah, fucking that, day. I would watch that now. Fuck, dude. If I was like... I mean, I don't know what age they're talking They're like talking about when they did that. But like, dude... I just... Even if I wasn't... Even if I was not able to play any of these video games, mm-hmm. if I was given access to like old fucking motorsport vid, really of any kind, mm-hmm. like the one that immediately pops into my head for some reason when they talk about the 90s is DTM. Do you know what DTM is? Yeah. Okay. I fucking love DTM. Fucking dude. Have you ever spent any considerable amount of time watching like videos of DTM? No, I don't think I have. It is the coolest fucking shit you will ever see like you just have all of these fucking bmws and mercedes and all this i mean there's a bunch of other dtm cars too but like 
fucking ju- off the 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 berms on like corners and stuff, mm-hmm. and they would just fucking yeet off of it to pass each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it is just so fucking like those guys. Fuck. And then um, I'll, I won't even talk about Group B Rally. That's like a whole other. This list is a lot of people saying the same thing over and over again. I'm trying to look for the ones that are like different because obviously we've mentioned most of these. Um, let's see. Tokyo Extreme. Somebody mentioned that, of course. Um, somebody said Shrek. <laughs> Yo, shout out to It's Juice Bro for just saying Shrek. <laughs> I'm glad that I inspired your tasting cars. <laughs> if I click on his account, it's going to be like a bright green Shrek-inspired car or something. <laughs> well, I I'm was like, wow, say, the joke's on us because you really did that. He was well, that guy that owned that rig that Ben saw. What? Oh, dude, there was a, <laughs> Ben saw this semi that, <laughs> that was Shrek-themed. Right oh, my God. Uh, it, was, it was one of those things where it's like awful taste but great execution. Like mm-hmm. That was a very expensive airbrush mural all over that truck and honestly it looked great but it's just like what a weird what a weird theme to I have feel like but the, hey he had vision i was gonna say i feel like the guy started it like early like 10 years ago when he was really into shrek because his kids <laughs> loved it or whatever and then didn't really finish it until like a year ago and then all of a sudden he's just stuck with like a shrek themed <laughs> semi <laughs> And he's like, yep. Oh I mean, it is cool, and I put a lot of work into it, but fuck, I really don't. Here, here it is, I guess. I really don't like Shrek anymore. <laughs> um, You're going to make me spit my water out on the fucking... <laughs> yo, okay. Apple's... Uh, he said magazine covers, and I actually hadn't thought of that. That's almost fucking like a magazines, whole, yeah. That's a whole uh, thing we We're, could, like, out of time talking no, about No, we literally now, cannot do like, that in this episode. Just quick shout-out. Import Tuner, Super Street, fucking... Um, Honda, Honda, Honda tuning, I believe. I mean, there's just so, sorry for yelling. There is so many, and I really wish we had not forgotten about that. Yeah. But well, oh, just honestly, shout out to like Fast Car Modified Ma- Car Magazine. Fast Car Mag in England. I used to, I, Fast Car Mag was like the thing when I was growing up, and I loved it when I started making car videos mm-hmm. for through some connection that I had like somebody that I'd like made videos for that would share my stuff all the time. Fast car would share my videos all the time. Right. This was right when I got into making car videos. Every single time I dropped a video, Holy fast shit. car had it on their website and I loved it. I thought it was so fucking cool. Cause it was a magazine that I knew growing yeah. up. Um, yeah, perf- performance folks, performance VW was a good magazine that mm-hmm. I always looked up to, but I mean, that was more European, but RIP to print media. Honestly, yeah. That's- uh, this, so A D R I V N N three said gone in sixty seconds. That's a good fucking our, movie. Our Lord and Savior Nicholas Cage. Good fucking movie. Um, I've honestly never seen it. Have you not? I haven't, no. Oh my god. There's so many good this see, this is great. Like I love that you can get into these conversations with your friends and like just talk about things that are nostalgic. There's so many things that we just us two have taken away from this conversation. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, dude, we have to watch this because no, you haven't no, seen it. I don't, it I don't like care if you guys like this or not. I've been having a well, ball. No, I'm just thinking about it from the perspective, like, they're listening. Like, you guys are listening, and I hope that you leave this conversation being like, dude, 
I got to go watch that movie or I haven't seen that in a long time. I want to watch it. Or you're like, I haven't played that game in forever. I forgot about that. It's great. Or I've never played that game. Yeah. And now I want to play it. Man, what a good episode. Like Automodelista. Like uh, from what it sounds like, I think I can get it on an emulator. What? I really want to get it and play it. Automodelista. Auto yeah. Yeah. Um, paid in full. Misguided Media said paid in full. I don't know. Uh, that no, sounds familiar, I but know. I know. Hold on. Let me let me look it up. Keep keep going okay. through, but I'm interested to see if I'm correct in my Damn. Brain. Okay. 4JS underscore Layton uh, said, I got my license in 2002. Fast and Furious, of course. I want to... I want... Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, that would have been right. so fucking cool. To have one of these, like, one of these platforms that you could, like, build. Because here's being the there thing, at the time, right? yeah. Look, obviously, we had the conversation, and you made a really good point that I never thought about. Yeah. But no, but I, I would love to imagine the opposite like, perspective, yeah. Being, like, there, and you can, like, literally dive into, like... Just, the specific, like the brand. Just imagine, the like, I mean, okay, right now, underglow the actual brand, like right now. Imagine, like, yo, I've got my car home, blah blah blah, and like some new movie is coming out that's about stance cars. Imagine how excited we would be to like get in my LS and drive it to the movie yeah. theater. Like, no, I just be, imagine that feeling. It would be a massive flex. In 2002, yeah. hopping in your fucking, like, your fucking Eclipse or whatever yeah. the piece of shit is and driving it to the fucking movie theater, like, with your homies to you're see fucking, that shit. You're fucking revving it like an asshole on your way yeah, out of that, it. That's actually, a, <laughs> that's a really fucking exciting thing to think about. So, real quick. Yeah. Who did you say said paid in Mis full? Misguided Media. I mean... In, unless he's talking about something different than it's the like movie, a gangster like, movie, right? Yeah, I mean, like, so there's probably like fucking maybe we'll have like to watch Benzes it. or some shit. I there, honestly but. shout out to Misguided Media. Um, I trust his opinion. I would actually like to uh, watch that movie. Um, Dallas said, "British in parentheses the real Top Gear." You are correct. You are correct. Um, a lot of these are kind of just the the same thing. Um, we've kind of been through all of them. But I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed this episode. I did too. And I, I enjoyed this more than I thought I was going to. I know that this is obviously different because we've covered like controversial topics, things that are maybe like really touchy to talk about in the car community. And this is just like a really fun, lighthearted subject. Um, so I hope that you guys enjoyed us talking about this. And this is the most animated we've been. We've gotten very excited on this yeah. episode. Like you can tell uh, if you're just listening. Well, it's like it's the, the nostalgia thing. Yeah, 100%. Nostalgia, for me, nostalgia is like one of the most like pleasant things you can feel as a human being. Yeah. yeah. At least, yeah, nostalgia is like a positive connotation. Right? No, it is. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's, okay. it's reminiscing on times before now, essentially. Yeah, so that's... You, you are correct. We are all... <laughs> Very lucky, at least those of us that were kids when like that kind of stuff came out. We were all very lucky because we have that. Not again, my god, we we have that like the magic of nostalgia. Like, frankly, like even if we went and played it now, it's not gonna fucking feel the same, you know no, what I mean? But like, we have that nostalgia that like makes it this legendary fucking game, yeah. I just think about like. 
imagine just like come like kids now will never experience this the same granted they'll have their own thing probably yeah but like okay imagine this just like i honestly i hope so because fucking, i would argue that right now they don't no no but they'll, they'll have something but like think about it dude like it's a wednesday afternoon you just got back from school you go straight upstairs to your bedroom oh yeah fire up the playstation 2 hop on fucking Boom, boom, boom. Oh my god! <laughs> to the window. <laughs> oh, what a f- yeah. what a feeling that yeah. kids now will never get to experience quite the same, and they will have their own thing. It'll probably just be a TikTok video again. I hope they will, because right now they Dude, don't. There's just fucking, nothing like that. Fucking right now. ten years from now, some kid, some kid is <laughs> there. Won't be a kid. Some adult will be on a podcast, and they'll be like, "Dude." You remember, like, come home from school, hop on my phone, go on TikTok, and just see, bing bong, fuck your life. <laughs> that will be Those there. were the good old days. Literally, the nostalgia <laughs> for kids 10 years from now will be fucking TikTok oh sounds. Oh, my God. See. What a scary thing. Real real quick, though. Well, you know what's scary? is like It's like comedy outside of TikTok yeah. doesn't exist anymore in our <laughs> age range. It's so bad. And it's like, granted, Vine was the same way. And like, I will never not enjoy comedy that came from Vine. Yeah. But at least there was still like other stuff outside of Vine. Yeah. TikTok is literally it's like, everything. none of you say anything that's not from TikTok. Yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> what like, the- any, anything that anybody says that I think is funny... Even if they obviously like to take credit for it, eventually I find out that it came from TikTok, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, man. TikTok has actually ruined comedy. I literally TikTok has ruined a lot of things. I but. literally think that if you tell any kind of tradition traditional jokes, they will not fly anymore. They, no, they won't land. Because the thing, same way things are only funny if they're just out of context fucking well, sounds. Tick TikTok, I feel like, has like destroyed what was left of the logic in our sense of humor. Like the internet kind of like took yeah. the logic out of it, but like TikTok was the just nail emphasize in the, the fuck out of it. Yeah. You can literally just bro, you can literally just have like a half a second clip of somebody going ah, and then it just cuts off and it'll be fucking funny to some people. <laughs> Me. It's fucking my point exactly. <laughs> So no, it's just, it is completely obliterated any like concrete sense of what is funny and what is not. Um, yeah. You want to like, do you have a fun way to wrap it up? Cause we're going to like run into like two hours talking about You're fucking right. TikTok. Let's do our fucking sleepers. Let's get this wrapped up. Um, neither of us have thought about this. Have we? <laughs> no, let me, let me okay. Um, I'm, 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 let me find somebody who I can shout out. We're really bad about this. Like we need to actually have these planned out beforehand. Um, that's not fun. You know what? Just because I'm like, I've already mentioned, I'm going to just go ahead because like the name's already in my head. Um, misguided media, Zach, um, Another guy who is running like a small niche brand goes out of his way to do like just 
really cool branding on a lot of stuff. I went to a little like pop-up meet that he put together in Knoxville. It was actually at his house. Um, and it was just like all his homies cars. Oh, I remember seeing pictures of that. It yeah. was really, really cool. Like I, I enjoyed the vibe and like he has like done a bunch of cool branding. Like they had like posters and like kind of artwork and then dude, I got, I got like a little bit of inspiration from it, but like, yeah, he had branded lighters and I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> Just lots of little like niche things that I thought was super sick. And he sent me a, he made like a lookbook. Mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. And it was that just like, really cool. it was like a lifestyle pictures thing that just had cars and like some of the merchandise stuff in there, but it wasn't in your face. And I got a lot of inspiration from that. So big shout out to Zach from uh, misguided media. If you guys want to go check him out, um, you know, really small niche brand, but like super good dude. And I want you guys to go and support him and go buy some of their stuff. And you know, <laughs> even if you're not going to buy it, if you're not in a position to spend money, just go look at it and go, go give him a follow on Instagram. It's at misguided media. Um, he's just a, he's just good dude. Good morals enjoys what he does. And I would like to see it progress in this. Liam, so, Liam yeah. loves good morals. I do, man. I, <laughs> I really like he literally, I've heard him several times, like point that out when he's talking to me about people. Well, that they have okay. Good like the thing for me, don't is, get me wrong. It's not a bad thing. I just think it's funny that you put so much emphasis on. No, that. it's, it's an important thing for me. Like when I pick and choose, uh, stuff that I want to support, I'm very picky about like things that morally align with me. I don't mm-hmm. like supporting yeah. stuff that, you know, people have like really opposite oh, beliefs of me or as like, you should. And it, it very much from like a business perspective, I hate, I do not care for businesses that are just out there to profit off of people. I hate it. I really, really hate it. And my, so my morals are very much aligned with, you know, doing good things for people, improving the community and just like people who don't have the ulterior motive of making money from their business. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more so because they're passionate about it. And anytime I shout somebody out on here as like, if they're a brand owner, they have good morals, they have good morals. And what I'm talking about is that, they don't care about money. They're doing it because they're passionate about it. And I love that. So go follow Zach, go support misguided media. Much love Matt. Um, I was kind of babbling about him earlier. So I'm just going to like lay this out as my sleeper. Garrett. Yes. Okay. Of course. Um, I'm just going to lay it out really quick because we are here in the future going to have Garrett on the show because (laughs) Garrett's going to get upset with me if I like, just go in and just complimenting him ceaselessly. So I will say that he is one of the most creative people that I have ever met. A lot of, if not all of his creativity is channeled into automotive renders. This man is a genius. Let me just tell you that. So just the, I can't even explain how incredible the quality of his work is. So I'm not going to try to explain it. I just want you to go look at it. Um, at sad.machines on Instagram. Um, and just uh, just look at the details, y'all. Look, don't even just look at the cars. Look at what he puts in the environment. Look at the look at the decals. And, look at the de- I mean, and some of you know, there's like different stuff. Like one of his things that he does is he'll do like Atasha stuff mm-hmm. on, on like stuff where you wouldn't sense. find Atasha, right? Yeah. And so, you know, there are people understandably that are not into Atasha like that. But, like, you can literally just act like the Atasha's not there, which don't. I mean, appreciate it. But you can even still, you can look at it like the Atasha's not there. There are more than enough other details 
for you to be able to appreciate. I mean, this guy, just go look at his Instagram, y'all. Yeah, you will. I promise that if you really enjoy cars and creativity, you will really enjoy his work. And uh, automotive renders are something that I would really like to talk about in the future. And I think it's an underappreciated. There will be a couple different guest episodes with some of these guys that I think are doing really cool work. Cause the thing is too, they all have really, really cool perspectives because Mm -hmm. to be as good, Matt, don't get into it too much right now. Cause you're going to ruin those episodes. We got to save some for them at sad dot machines on Instagram. Good shit. And it is worth mentioning that like, You'll look at pictures of those cars on there. These are not pictures. That they're they have renders. They it's it's literally a three D model they have created. Like and they get they get. Just go look, y'all. At sad.machines.com. and then you can honestly go down the rabbit hole from there. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning into this episode. This was really fun. A little um, little longer than usual, but I think, yeah, I apologize. I think it was, it was a little yeah, long. Yeah, I think it was worth it. I mean, if you, I think so. if you listened to even like halfway, I feel like you enjoyed it enough to not worry too yeah. much about us but, going over. So, but either way, we appreciate that. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. Um, the response has been incredible to every episode so far. We've been really enjoying all of the feedback, um, and. You know, the numbers are actually a lot more impressive than I was expecting. Uh, There's quite a lot of people that are tuning into this, which I didn't expect to happen at all. This is long form content. Like it's amazing that we're able to get people to, you know, listen to stuff for this long. And so thank you guys. Uh, Seriously, we, we cannot say thank you enough. Like, it's insane. You guys are sharing this and saying how much you love it without us prompting you to yeah, do so. It, fe- um, it feels amazing. At least for me, I'm sure it does for him too. No, it, it really like, does. It's it, just unbelievable. We look forward to doing this every single week. And uh, yeah, the schedule is every Monday. Um, you can tune in Spotify, Apple podcasts or on YouTube if you would like to watch it. Um, but that's about it guys. Uh, not sure what next week's episode is going to be, but we will figure it out. And I think we're, we're going to make a list real soon of kind of all the episodes that we want to touch on and try to get guests on here soon. Cause I know people are dying to mm-hmm. the amount of people that have been flooding my inbox, just all of my homies and friends that are just like, Hey, yo, get me on the podcast. I'm like, no, for one, <laughs> just because no. I'm going to put this out here bluntly, just because we're friends does not mean you need to be on the podcast. Sorry. I really hate if that hurts your feelings, but like it sucks. The point of the podcast is that we have valuable things to talk about. If it's like, okay, there's some of my friends that we can have on and tell some stories. <laughs> but like, no, I swear to God, some of you guys have nothing to add to these conversations oh, besides man. the fact that you just want to be on the podcast. So <laughs> we will be picking and choosing. Liam is the one saying all of this, not me. <laughs> we'll be picking and choosing guests that we actually want to have on here um, and hopefully start with that really soon. But Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Yeah, we will y'all. see you in, well, we may not see you, but you will hear us in the next episode. Yes, you will. Thanks, guys. Um, I need a new sound because we've already played these. You but want to tell Joe Byron right now. Why would you play literally the same one that we ended on last time? You're right. Oh, you look like a motherfucking <laughs> That was my response to you doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
That's the one. Send it. Good night. Love you. Bye. Jesus fucking shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seeing your face on video when you did that. <laughs> These chairs suck. But you know they're doing. They sure are doing their fucking job. Yeah, for these last what, two you mean fucking. In the sense that I can sit on them. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm glad that the chair does the bare fucking minimum of its job. <laughs> the chair. Well, here I will say this though. What? The chair doesn't come past our like shoulders slash arms. Yeah. So it looks a little bit more like put together. Like you know what I mean. All I can say is, oh shit, that sucks. Look, what? look over my shoulder. What the cable? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. If you guys are watching this, you suck. <laughs>